Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, you are the city that shelters us, the mother who comforts us. With your spirit, accompany us on our life's journey that we may spread your peace in all the world through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. So this weekend we're celebrating... Independence Day, the 4th of July. In Juneau, we'll have our fireworks tonight, which I found out they did because the only holidays they took 
for the actual fourth when there were minors. And so they would do the fireworks on the third so they could sleep in on the fourth, celebrate the fourth, and not be tired for work on the fifth. They're Fun. after midnight, though. So they do them after midnight, so it's technically the fourth. But yeah, yep, that's why it's not the night of the 4th of July into the 5th. Fun fact I learned this week. <laughs> uh, so we celebrate Independence Day, 4th of July. Um, a lot of that involves picnics, parks, parades, and all of those things. Um, and, and it really is celebrating us as a country, as something that is separate from others. Well, the gospel today shakes it up a little bit. It shakes up our thinking about borders and boundaries and reminds us to stay focused on the message of inclusion and of giving and receiving hospitality, which I think is actually kind of fitting for Fourth of July weekend, especially for resurrection, and that it falls on a Monday this year because now we're doing both of the things that we do to be inclusive in our neighborhood, which is not to say that we're breaking down borders in such a large way, but it's something that we do every year as we give anybody and everybody who comes up a hot dog. We don't care if you're a member, we don't ask you what your religion is, we just give you a hot dog. And the other thing that we do on Mondays is our food pantry. We welcome you in, and we give you food. So I thought it was very fitting that the gospel today goes along with that breaking down borders and being inclusive, because we as a church are showing how we do that this week. And I know that we could still use more volunteers for that this week, as I won't be able to volunteer for that this week. <laughs> but I really like to point out and acknowledge the hard work that that um, people have put in to make resurrection a place to belong and a welcoming place and to bring those borders down and to make us really inclusive of our neighborhood. So let's pray. Dear God, thank you for reminding us that even on a day when we celebrate who we are with our borders, that we can be inclusive of others, accepting of all, and spread your love towards all of your children. Amen. The Holy Gospel is from Luke, the 10th chapter. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking, whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick who are there, and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near.
to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. And whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name, even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. This is the good news, the gospel of our Lord. Mercy, grace, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's gospel reading is bad advice for chichacos. That word means someone new to Alaska, and if you've lived here any amount of time, you know that Alaskans need to be prepared. Wilderness travel, boating, or even a simple hike can result in dangers from wild creatures to unruly acts of nature and more. Because of that, Alaskans know how to pack for safety. We might bring a cell phone, food, water, warm layers, first aid kit, and more. We know to let someone know our departure and anticipated arrival time. Some folks are lucky when they go out unprepared and they're saved by their wits or good fortune or a search and rescue team. But sometimes unprepared folks are unlucky and the worst happens. So we Alaskans know about going out prepared. So the command for unpreparedness in this passage from Luke about Jesus sending out the 70 is confounding. Jesus tells them to go out without a purse or a bag or sandals, and they may not freeze to death in the Middle East's warmer climate, but to be so otherwise unprepared seems foolhardy and frankly, unrelatable. I am a mom of three kids and I simply cannot leave the house without an arsenal of snacks, water bottles, baby wipes, spare clothing, and toy race cars. It's hard to see what this text has to do with my life or with your life. Even the early Christian missionaries, past and present, were far more prepared than this account from Luke's Gospel. Here's my other challenge with this Bible passage, if I'm being honest. It sounds like a lot of work to do what Jesus asked those disciples to do, to go to the unchurched, to heal them, to proclaim the kingdom of God, and I'm tired. I know many of you are tired too, whether in your personal lives, professional lives, or your lives as a congregation, maybe all three. The pandemic has deeply wearied us and upended our lives and our ministries. Church doesn't necessarily happen the way it once did, and not everyone is here anymore. Many folks are rethinking their priorities, and leadership has changed. 
congregations are reconsidering what they have the capacity and agency to do. Now, don't misunderstand me. People in this synod and across the wider church are serving God by leading worship, hosting vacation Bible school, visiting the sick, and reaching out to neighbors. But many are tired. It's not just you. At our April Synod, uh, Alaska Synod Zoom assembly, one of the workshops with the highest attendance was entitled, Finding Hope in Exhaustion. Jesus' command to the disciples to go out and to heal and preach the good news is commonly thought of as evangelism, which can be an intimidating word, but simply means good news. Evangelism is simply sharing the good news of God's love, but it's not everyone's favorite word. And it can be hard, it can be intimidating to share the good news, especially if you're tired or if you are putting your energy into simply keeping the congregation or your own life going. So now I've told you my two challenges with this text, the command to be unprepared and the command to do evangelism, even when we're tired. So now I'm going to tell you where I find energy and hope in this passage. First, regarding the problem of unpreparedness. I realized when I looked deeper that the point of this so-called unpreparedness wasn't to encourage people to be foolhardy with their safety. I promise you that Jesus does not want you to starve or get hypothermia to serve him. The point of traveling light is to free the disciples up to accept hospitality rather than relying on their resources or their wits. Hospitality is something Alaskans know well. We accept the hospitality of friends and neighbors who teach us how to live in Alaska. We learn what to eat what's set before us, sometimes literally and sometimes metaphorically, from what is available, from the land and the sea in season. We take advice from our friends and neighbors about gear, shopping, shipping, gardening, and managing the light and dark seasons. Giving and receiving hospitality is a gift, and it's what we do here in Alaska. Pastor John Makastad, who has died, uh, once served in Shishmaref and Nome in the 1950s, among other places in Alaska. And he told a story about arriving in Shishmaref with the very latest and warmest snow gear offered by the Sears and Roebuck catalog. He soon realized that his outerwear did not cut it, and he happily accepted a parka and sealskin pants from a local skin sewer as a gift. I interviewed Pastor John Makastad in the early 2000s for a synod story I was writing, and he still had those pants. His wife, Louise Makastad, brought them out for me to see, and to my eye, they were just as beautiful and functional as they would have been the 50 years prior. I could see how much joy it gave Pastor Makastad as he recalled accepting the gift of hospitality. And to this second problem in our text today, the challenge of being too tired to do evangelism, you are probably already doing it, or you can perhaps with some intentionality and some attentiveness that just might energize you 
rather than exhaust you further. We are not all called to travel far distances to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. I'd argue that most of us aren't. Sharing the good news of Jesus Christ begins where you are, which is why Mother Teresa once told a man who wanted to come to India and help the poor to instead stay where he was and love the ones in his path. Many of us know folks in our family, our circle of friends, our colleagues, school or neighborhoods who aren't connected to a church. We can also share the good news with folks who already know it because they could use the encouragement. Jesus' commands can seem complicated, but maybe they don't have to be. He tells the disciples to say peace to this house and the kingdom of God has come near. I wonder how we can translate those into our modern day. We probably aren't going to knock on doors and say, excuse me, I'm here to let you know that the kingdom of God has come near but I wonder what else we could say. Think about how you would phrase peace to this house or the kingdom of God has come near into the ways that we talk today. Imagine how you'd say it in a Facebook post or an Instagram post or a text. How might an elder phrase that message? How about a child? I tried this out for the kingdom of God has come near and I came up with some phrases that I could actually say in real life. You are a blessing to me. I feel God's love through you. I see God working in your life. Insert your own ideas here and proclaim God's kingdom right where you are. It takes just a moment to notice God at work and to point it out to others, but it is a small act that can be so encouraging and helpful to others who are weary. Jesus' commands include words, but they also include actions. In our scripture, it's healing and accepting hospitality. What might these look like for you? What might they look like for your congregation? I found that one of the very few anecdotes for my own deep weariness these days is engaging in real relationships. The pandemic has left many folks isolated and lonely, and it is even possible to feel lonely with other people living in your house. I wonder if we could follow Jesus' command to bring healing by having real conversations, being appropriately vulnerable, Reaching out with a text or an email to someone, or maybe just listening, really listening to someone who is different from us. We might find, too, that we are also healed and energized by relationships, which become those places to give and receive hospitality. When Jesus tells the disciples that the kingdom of God has come near, it could sound like a threat but we know better about the nature of our loving God. The kingdom of God has come near. God is with you. God is for you. God is sustaining you. You are a blessing to the synod, to your congregation, to your community, and to your loved ones. I see God holding you. I see God working in your life. 
Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us confess together. I believe, I believe in God, God the Father, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. and guided by the Spirit, we pray for the church, the creation, and all in need. Lord of the harvest, you send your church into the world to proclaim Christ's new creation to all. Renew the church as it carries out your mission of peace and healing. We pray for missionaries who accompany your people. God of grace, your creation abounds with flowing waters and diverse creatures. Guide the work of climate scientists as they develop and advocate ways to restore Earth's natural balance. Motivate humankind to adopt lifestyles that protect and sustain the Earth. Be with those suffering climate-related disasters, especially people of Sydney, Australia. God of grace. Hear our prayer. You guard the nations. Let no leaders exalt themselves but lift up the most vulnerable and work for the good of all. Send your spirit to eradicate classism, racism, sexism, and inequity, violence and war, poverty and hunger. God of grace, you desire abundant life for all. As we celebrate Independence Day, instill in us gratitude, generosity, and persistence in working toward freedom for all people especially those in Myanmar, Sudan, and Ukraine. God of grace. Hear our prayer. Mothering God, you take, you care for all people in need. Nourish those who are hungry. Restore employment to those who have lost work. Heal those who are sick. And comfort all who are dying or grieving. God of grace. Hear our prayer. God of wisdom. Guide the work of those in public ministry, especially presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eden, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our sister synod, and Karen Perkins, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Resurrection Lutheran, Seward, and the local ministry partners. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. And for what else do the people of God pray? Thank you for the life of Betty Olson, and we pray that you would comfort her 
we lift up the Bay family and Amanda as they await the birth of Violet. Surround them and all families with new, new life. Give them strength and patience. We remember the saints who proclaimed your reign on earth and now rest in you, especially Thomas the Apostle, whom we, whom we remember today. Make us faithful in our witness to Christ's new creation. God of grace. God of every time and place, in Jesus' name and filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust these spoken prayers and those in our hearts into your holy keeping. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We Encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Let us pray. God of abundance, you have set before us a plentiful harvest. As we feast on your goodness, strengthen us to labor in your field and equip us to bear fruit for the good of all. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together the mission, mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen. The God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen.
Love your neighbor. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 9.30. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.